Extension Time. Welcome back to another episode of Henshin Time. I'm Jeff. I'm Ross, and today we are covering Debuto Sentai Jurenger, the movie, The Exciting Circus Panic, and Takuso Sentai Decker Ranger, the movie. First up, Debuto Sentai Jurenger, the movie, The Heart pounding circus panic. The circus is in town, and you can bet that the zoo rangers want to see it. However, the circus is particularly special, as it turns out to be run by a group of fellow zoomen. But just as the show reaches the, its finale, they are interrupted by a demi-doll, the self-proclaimed ringleader of the space circus. As part of his plan to turn the universe in, into a giant circus stage, demi-doll kidnaps both the zoomen trope and the children in the audience, planning to use their fear as an energy source to destroy the Earth. After the Zuosiers are swiftly defeated by Damido, an enslaved cube condor, Amu, Sila, Tusk, and Leo quickly join the evil ringleader's list of captives, with only Yamato and Miso left. It's up to the human Zuosiers to free their com comrades and put an end to, to Damido's plans. This movie begins with Zuojers trying to stop Cube Condor via uh, with Zhu King, which is Cube 1, 2, 3, 4, 5. However, the formation broke, causing Cube Condor to hijack Cube Elephant, Cube Tiger, form uh, Condor Wild. While its pilots, Domidol, knocked down Zuo Elephant and Zuo Tiger, Zuo King was defeated, causing Zuo Eagle slash Yamato to be separated while the other Zuojers were captured by Domido. Misa finds an unconscious Yamato while he was fishing, with the latter proceeding to tell what happened earlier. After discussing that several Zuman worked for a circus, Yamato brings the Zuojers to the circus. But the show was interrupted by the ringleader Demido, who kidnapped the children's spectators in a circus tent spaceship to destroy Earth in hopes of creating a giant space trapeze. Oh my goodness. While delaying the Zuojers with Mobas stolen from the Death Galleons, Domidal approached Pearl, one of his performers, and steals Cube Condor, enslaving it as his own personal mecha. While the Death Galleons watched Domidal's atrocities from above, Narya suggested to face him due to his theft of their assets, but Guinness let him pass wanting to observe his actions after taking interest on the space ringleader. Zhuo Eagle tries to break into the spaceship, but gets pursued by the Mobis and gunned down by the turrets. Jeez. In need of more energies, Damidol enters the prison room and tortures Peril, while he restrains the captured Zuojers in front of the children. Jeez. What a dick. Yamato finally breaks in and rescues his teammates, long enough to reclaim the Zuo Changers and transform. After the rest of the team drag Damodol out, Zuo the World finished the entire spaceship to rescue the children and reunite them with their parents. With no options, Damodol combines with his spaceship into a giant monster and faced against Wild Tothai King. Pearl sent Peril sent the cube condor by transforming the entire area into Zuoland Illusion. 
empowering Wild Tosai King with enough energy to counterattack and finish the ringleader with Condor Zuo. Infinity Attack. The Zuojers sent their farewell to Domino, former performers, and hope to meet again in Zooland. <laughs> this movie takes place between episodes 25 and 26 because the events of episode 23 was dated July 31st on the fireworks poster and the next two episodes follows up immediately after Bangray's arrival to the Sangatari arc and returning after finishing his blood game after the previous episode. As the circus poster in the movie was uh, was dated to be in town from August 6th to August 12th, this continuity fits. We get cameos from uh, Rhino, Wolf, and Crocodile. So we get to see some of the other jun The ones that jun had died? Yeah. There are some uh, visual cameos of many props, names, and characters. From throughout Sendai history. Let's see, sponsors of the circus written on the flyer include Snack Safari, Umeno First Dream Invention Center, Mashashino Academy, Golden Gate, and Moroboshi High School. A uh, picture on the flyer features Geki's suit, Hayate's vase, and Tatsuya Asami's inner suit. Extras are wearing Sayaka Nagisa's suit, UAOH suit, and GoGo5 member suit. So I'm going to probably pay in some respects. Broom Dark Wolf mask, Shingari wear Emo Cho Emo Yukon. Navi in the Tranger box can be seen inside Altair Mori. The Dairenkin Bybuster. Kiga Stick, Penta Force Cannon, Denzi Stick, Kaku Ranger Ball, mm. Super 5 Ball, and Google Blue Blue Ring can be seen inside the storage of Spaceship Flying Tent. Said implying that he went and got them, got them from their worlds to use in his zoo or in his three-ring circus. Mm. <laughs> Master Shafu, Doggy Kruger, and Wise God Torin make cameos in the circus audience and as dancers in the Indian scene. Because I mean, oh, it makes sense. Because they're all technically they would be in a category of humans, because right. that they're animal, humanoid animals, right? Humanimals. Yeah, and the next up on the movie list, we've got Tokuso Sentai Deca Ranger the movie, full blast action. The release date of this was September eleventh, two thousand and four. It was written by Narahisha Hisa Arakawa and directed by Katsuya Watanabe. So. The director of the actual show, which they don't oftenly do for the Heisei or for the Shosa movies that they do, um, they typically use a different director, but they decided to stick with the director of the show because Decca Ranger was just such a big hit. They had Watanabe continue to do it. Some of uh, the notes for this, because they're always good. The movie is referred in the title of the second episode of Conan Senta Akiba Ranger, Lame Spirits Return, Call of the Call Forth a Crimson Full Blast of Delusion, which features Nobu Akaji meeting actor 
Ryuji Saini and the and then Deco Red after entering the Delusion World as Akiba Red. The two students in the movie are played by Mio Fukuzumi and Asusa Yamamoto, who played Fourth Spear Wendyunu and First Spear Furubishu and Ninpu Sentai Hurricane. I know I slaughtered that. Footage of the film is never utilized in Power Rangers SPD, although the sh showrunner Greg Aronowitz did receive the film's footage from Disney. Production on SPD was just about to wrap, thus he was unable to adapt any elements from the film, including its exclusive Gold Ranger, mm. an action he regrets to this day. Right, and some of the there was actually some errors in this the film. Uh, such as when Killer Tank, who's the villain of the of the movie, was about to shoot, the prop hanger can be seen in the background. Also, when Decca Red is chasing uh, Tank, uh, he trips. He but you can see the cord he trips on was actually a production cord he tripped on. So it was an, a real trip. It wasn't fake. He actually fell. <laughs> at least you, do, you go with the. You go but at the, least they added effects to it to make it look. Cool. <laughs> it's like, oh, we got to cover that up. But the synopsis for this goes, the Decker Ranger must deal with a mysterious undercover agent from another planet while trying to save her world and Earth from one of the universe's toughest alienizer gangs. Alienizer? And then we have the plot. The Algolian gas drinkers, a squadron of alienizers, the real souls and machine-like bodies set their sights on Earth after conquering planet Leslie with a gold snow virus that mutates inhabitants of a planet into machine slaves. <clears throat> Interesting. That's got to be like nanotechnology then, right? That's the, part, that's the part that concerns you? Didn't they ever tell you not to drink, not to eat yellow snow? It said gold snow, not yellow. Shiny so, snow. That just means somebody had some bad bad orange juice? I don't know. <laughs> Their ultimate goal is to mutate the inhabitants of a planet then charge them an exorbitant price for the cure, making massive profits on others' misery. Wow, that sounds like... It's been done. Yeah. <laughs> Upon arriving on Earth, the Decker Ranger give chase with patro patroller and Decca bikes stopping their arrival and take out a platoon of aneroid footmen that they used to make their getaway while the Decker Ranger obtained the virus vial. While Tetsu heads to Planet Leslie to further investigate the situation, the Decker Ranger searched through town to find any clues regarding the gas drinker's true intention. While they attempt to sell the concept to, to Iranian agent Abrella, who uses them due to not having both virus and cure, during the investigation, Bomb encounters Mary Gold, a nightclub singer who is actually an undercover Decker Ranger agent from Leslie who possesses the power to temporarily freeze time for a short period. Oh, that'd be a great power. So she's an esper. <laughs> I believe that this Gold is... We may have seen something like her in the SPD. No, we didn't. The girl from the future. Like, we got... We didn't... Maybe. Maybe. Just, I mean, I have, I'm not going to remember that last piece of that episode. Yeah. But while falling for Bond... Actually, you know what? That's pretty accurate. I think so. Because 
because Sam in the American SPD had the the ability to Omega, yeah, had the ability to to teleport, but not just teleport, teleport through time and space. And then the girl had the ability to stop time and space. So maybe some which pieces. made them a great pair. So then he, the character creator probably used pieces. Yeah, I think she featured briefly. But while falling for Bond, she fears for what is happening to her people and wishes for the gas drinkers to be captured and the antivirus to the disease to be obtained to save her planet. Ultimately, when in the DECA base headquarters, she freezes time long enough to seize the virus back and head back to the gas drinkers. But quick usage of Sen's thinking, think, thinking pose and Jasmine's esper power tracks, down, tracks her down to her location. I can just see this in the American side already. Once there, the Decker Ranger discover the gas drinkers and deal with Mary's betrayal. Who de who defends her action as a means to save her people? Volka, the leader of the gang, betray her by injecting her with the entire content of the virus. Jeez. Which would mutate her in an hour into a vector machine that would ultimately allow for Earth to befall the same fate as Leslie. Ban Ban promises Mary they would, would defeat the alienizers in an hour before having her carried off by Murphy, which is a doggie. Yeah. Heading into combat, the Decca Rangers each take out members of the gas drinker. Decca Blue destroys whiskey and a Batseroid drinking driving in a car. Decca Yellow and Decca Pink kick down Brandy. Wow. So we got whiskey, brandy. All right. I'm liking this. And Decca Green takes out gin. Gross. If you can't tell, I'm a whiskey drinker. I'm a whiskey drinker. And Decca Red attempts to defeat Vodka. Vodka. But he sends out a defense of Eggroids, quickly destroying, destroyed by Decca Master. Finally, finally on his own, Bond finally defeats Vodka with ease and obtains the antivirus, which he quickly passes off to Decca Master, who departs the area. However, the gas drinker leader uses a final trump, trump card traveling back to Leslie to gather a death tank, Kaijuku, uh, for destroying both worlds. So he just wants to like, you know what? We're all going down. Might as well go down together. Larry got hammered. I'm like, let's go. I'm like, yeah, I'm driving that road. I guess this is an alcoholic gang. Yeah. Woohoo. <laughs> the deck it's a bootleg game. Exactly. The Decker Ranger pursue using Decker Ranger Robo, but face vodka and an army of mechanical tanks, which give them much trouble until Tetsu arrives to the rescue with a blast buggy. A typical standard issue for many Decca bases throughout the universe. Merging with the blast buggy in blast mode, Decker Ranger Robo easily defeats Vodka and an army of tanks. In the end, with Mary finally saved and the cure within her hands that it can save her homeworld, she departs back to Leslie, but not without giving an affectionate farewell to Bomb. Oh, that's cute. She got a smooch. Yeah. <laughs> so, I so this entire story is my life because when I drink, this is how this is what in my eyes things look at. Like you, you people turn. look like monsters, and I'm I'm just punching, punching, and defeating these monsters. You know, could you imagine, like, this Ross, I'm in silly. jail. It was like, what happened? It was like, I thought I was 
defeating Kikanoids, but uh, yeah, they were people. <laughs> I was punching people. But the continuity and placement of this movie, this movie can take place anywhere uh, after episode 23, when Tetsu joined the Deck Rangers. But before episode 30, as the film is referenced in that episode. Tonight, you know where to watch it. Yeet. But yeah, I mean, we there's a lot of weird Sentai special movies out there that just... We're going to watch them and go, wait a second... I do want to add a note, and I, I I know Kamen Rider has a bigger fandom in Japan than Super Sentai, but over here in America, it's bigger is Super Sentai than it is Kamen Rider. Um, but ever since Super Sentai and Kamen Rider began sharing a summer movie, uh, summer movie spot, it's fair to say that Super Sentai has been on a short end of the stick, receiving movies around thirty minutes in length that barely have enough time for development. While writers get a full feature-length production. Um, I mean, on occasion, Super Sentai has been able to come up out, out with a movie that feels like something more than just a slightly longer episode. But admittedly, it, is, it isn't often. Um, unfortunately, these movies that we're featuring has come away with one of the f- most for- forgettable summer movies in recent years. Especially with Dobuso Sentai. Um, Deca Ranger, on the other hand, was one of those that, that did really, really well. And uh, I, I don't know. I have a feeling that if King Oger is going to do a summer movie, which they are, it needs to, well, they, they need to have it like a 45 minute episode, a 50 minute, uh, at least an hour, a full length yeah. movie. Like, they, they probably will. They spend the time. In Super Sentai, and they'll see the return on it. But man, it's just... I'd like to see more Super Sentai full-length movies. I, I love those. A return on the investment. Yeah. But we are now approaching our 95th episode. We are down to the final five, and I'm putting this out there again. Our 100th episode will will be about the podcast, kind of celebrating 100 episodes and... In 70 plus countries. So I'm putting it out there to anybody on our social medias. If you're listening in any country that's hearing us, go to our our social media accounts, our email account, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and TikTok. (laughs) Submit a question. Which we've already gotten one or two. We got one or two out already. (laughs) Compile them all. We're going to compile them all up. And then we're going to introduce a third person into the mix. That way we're... Not reading the questions and answering them. Yes, so, this person will be in the episode, this episode uh, featuring, you know, it's a good friend of ours. Yep. Kind of a novice to this stuff, but that's a great way to approach this. Somebody from the outside looking in. See all the craziness. So submit your questions. We're looking forward to, to sharing about us with you. And that's a wrap on another episode of Henshin Time. We hope you enjoy geeking out with us as much as we enjoyed geeking out with each other. Which we did. Remember, whether you're a longtime fan or a newcomer to the world of Tokusatsu, there's always something new to discover and appreciate. So keep exploring, keep watching, and keep listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please consider leaving us a review on your favorite podcast platforms. That helps us reach more listeners and keep the conversation going. 
And thanks for tuning in. And until next time, it's Henshin time!